Hello, Charmers. Hey, Charmers. Welcome to another episode of Ms. Charm School Podcast. I'm your host, Sunday Eli. Thank you so much for joining me today. For those of you who are returning, you know the drill. Come on in. Kick off your shoes and relax your feet. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Get you some sexy libations. I'm getting ready to pour a glass of red wine um, probably after this recording. (laughs) So go ahead and grab you something that just relaxes you, refuels you. I also always love to encourage you to have your water. Okay, water is life. And um, yeah, come on in, y'all. Come on in. I've missed you. I've missed you, Charmers. I've missed you, and I'm so glad we're here in this space together. Again, I don't take it for granted, you showing up. Thank you for every like, every subscribe, for how you share this with your friends and your loved ones. It means everything, so thank you. For those of you who are new, Miss Charm School Podcast is literally a global community, a global tribe of women all over the world, from the Caribbean to the UK to the continent of Africa to the United States, Canada, Mexico, Central America, South America. We have people that speak all kinds of languages, okay? And it's just a pleasure to have all of y'all here in this space. Yes, it is. It's it's literally my heart's joy to have you all here because those of you who don't know, I'm a world traveler myself. And so just to have women listening from all over the world is just it's such a joy. But for those of you who are new, Miss Charm School podcast is for modern boss babes who are looking to re-engage their feminine energy, their sensuality, and their spirituality. This podcast has been so important to me because as a modern boss babe, (laughs) it's been very easy to get distracted in popular culture with moving away from your feminine energy and your feminine power and moving more into a masculine energy. And it's very popular in our culture to move away from spirituality and connecting to God and having a spiritual practice of prayer and meditation and listening to God and worshiping God and all of that. And there's just a heavy culture to move us away from spirit, to move us away from the feminine energy, to move us into doing, which is a masculine energy and pursuing and competition and just all the things that quite frankly are not assigned to you. So I just want to go ahead and encourage you that here on Miss Charm School Podcast, we get connected to our feminine energy because we are women, all right? And we want to be in a space of being where we are attracting into our life all of our divine good that God has for us because it's our divine birthright. And a woman in her feminine energy attracts into her life. And if you don't like what you're attracting into your life, then all that means is that you need to hit the spiritual prayer mat, do some digging up, some correcting, some repositioning work so that you can begin to have joy with the things that you are attracting into your life. And this is why having a spiritual connection is critical for that reason and for others. And being connected to your sensuality is 100% a part of being connected to your feminine energy. It's something that just makes me love being a woman, how soft we are, how beautiful we are, how fluid we are, our curves, how we move our body, how comfortable we are with ourselves and our confidence, our P-U-S-S-Y power. Yes, I said it. Okay, it's a real thing. And sometimes in our culture, we have been trained to suppress our feminine energy 
our sensuality and we are oftentimes encouraged to disassociate from our spirituality. So here on Miss Charm School Podcast, we're not doing any of that. We're reconnecting to the spaces that are divinely ours, our power sources, if you will, so that we can flow through this life with the ultimate level of grace and ease. Yes, 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 yes. That's what Miss Charm School Podcast is all about. That's who it's for. It's for you amazing women who are attracted here to this space and to this tribe who are doing the work to be the amazing modern boss babes and queens in your life. Yes, 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 yes. Because as you go forward in your business, as you go forward in your career, as you go forward as an influencer, as you go forward as a leader in your community, you need to be connected to a space like this with like-minded women. Some people call it a vortex. There is an energetic field from my life and my daily practice that you now are tapping into and now you are joining that energetic field and the mentors that I have and the spaces that I'm sitting in and I'm studying at the table with women who are stronger than myself. And as you come into this space, you enter into the vortex as well. And it's like by osmosis, it's like one of the disciples walking with Jesus. The more you walk with God, the more you walked with Christ, the more like him, you began to be. You start to see parts of yourself that you need to work on, areas you need to grow in. But also when Christ went on to heaven, the disciples were his instruments here on earth. And he said, greater things than this you will do. And so they became like him and they began to do even greater things than Christ did when he walked the earth. And that's what's happening here as you come into this space, as you come into this vortex. There are women who I sit at the feet of and sit at their table and study from and learn from and grow from. And I hope that it's their desire that I go out and do greater things and touch more people than they could um, right now in their life or touch different people that they aren't assigned to. And that's my desire for you as well. As you come into the space and you learn and you grow and you become a queen, modern boss babe with excellence, a juicy woman who's in her sensuality, a woman who's in her prayer life and has a relationship with God, a strong one where she's able to be powerful and move mountains in her life and even in the life of others. And a woman who is excelling in her feminine energy and doing it with grace and and classy and a homemaker and an excellent wife and a great girlfriend and just a juicy delicious woman that people love to be around her energy as you become that person there are going to be people that come to you that want to sit at your feet and learn from you and be around you and be in your energy or your children or whatever and therefore guess what we grow we multiply the world becomes a better place all because of miss charm school podcast (laughs) not really but kind of you get my drift of what i'm attempting to say there So again, just all that to say, thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up for you. And I appreciate you. So this week's episode, I hope to keep it brief, but I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit to move how the Holy Spirit would like to move. I move myself out of the way that God may be magnified in this moment and use my hands, my mind, my body as an instrument, God, to speak for you. In Jesus' name, I pray and ask these things. Amen. So this past couple of weeks, y'all, has been tough. Tough for me to show up for Miss Charm School Podcast because there's just been a lot going on in life. Um, Some of you, many of you don't know, but my father recently passed away. And I believe the last episode I shared with you that my father had been battling pancreas cancer for over two years. And um, sort of unexpectedly, yes, his health had been declining, but 
obviously I was still very hopeful of him bouncing back and all of the things. And then he just decided to um, not be here anymore (laughs) or the Holy Spirit, God decided his time was complete here. And so as I've been kind of going through that process, I got sick also the other day. So excuse me if you can hear it a little bit in my voice. But just when I say all the things, y'all, I mean all the things financially, like, okay, the money's at zero. (laughs) Uh, People are in town to visit. Wait, oh my God, my dad's already been sick. So that's been its own burden. But now he's no longer breathing. He's not here anymore. Um, I got to view the body, just, excuse me, all of the things. And um, then my body was under the weather. And so I didn't know how I was going to show up for you guys today. I don't know what the message is today. Uh, To be honest, I haven't, I've prayed every day, but not in the way that I normally encourage us to pray here. Um, I really encourage us to get out of the bed and get on our knees or have a prayer mat. I really encourage us to get out of the bed, have a prayer mat, you know, and really sit with God, pray to God, sit with God, etc. I haven't done that, y'all. I think I opened my Bible once this week to read a scripture. Uh, I read Psalms chapter 19 and definitely went to church on Sunday, you know, went down for prayer, all the things I've prayed every day in the bed, but just like, you know, a little bit lazy with my relationship with God. And I have felt a little bit guilty about that because me and God are so close. At least I feel like it. And I always make time for God. And this week just been a little bit lazy about it and felt guilty about it and all of the things. And so just kind of felt maybe even unworthy to show up here for Miss Charm School podcast. Like, what am I going to say to to y'all, to the tribe? Like, what am I going to say to Charmers? Because life has just been like, I really just want to sit and have some popcorn and eat some and drink some wine and just, I don't know, watch something funny and laugh. Like, that's where I'm at. But I'm here today to show up. Because God's going to speak. And God just needs me to be an instrument. God just needs me to show up. God just needs me to open up with you and tell you that it's been tough. My father's passing. There's an episode that I released probably about a year ago called Letters from Daddy. And... um that's such a powerful episode. And I share about some of the brokenness that I had around my fatherhood wound and how I had been praying to God about healing me. And God had my father write me a letter. And in the letter, my dad uses the exact same language of the things that I prayed to God about. And I never talked to my dad about it. So I know that that was God being like, I hear you. I see you. I know your heart. And my father wrote me a letter that literally healed the very things that I had been praying to God about. And I will always cherish that. And so the past two years, flying back home once a month, I was living out of the state of California and I was flying back back home once a month to check on my dad. And then a year ago, decided to move back to California so that I can be permanently closer to my dad and check on him and make sure he's doing okay and make sure he's eating and getting meals and just all of the things. And I've done my best to honor my dad um, in his last days. And I love my father tremendously. And there's so much fuel that was put into my, my gas tank 
because of the man that he is. Um, this is someone who was passionate about men being better fathers because he didn't know how to be a father. And someone gave him a chance and an opportunity to teach him and train him on how to help other men become better fathers. And he spent his life work doing that, teaching men how to be responsible fathers and encouraging men to be in their children's lives and encouraging men to, to be co-parents with their child's mother. And that was his life work and mission. And he was a pastor and really loved the Lord and preached in the pulpit and studied and went to seminary school. And he was on Oprah and quoted in the New York Times on an article about fatherhood in the 1990s and just so many things I respect my father. He wasn't a perfect man. He was often a man of few words. <laughs> uh, his wife, I said to me that before he got sick, he, she probably heard I love you from him maybe twice a year. That's kind of how he was. He wasn't the type of dad to pick up the phone and call all the time, every now and again, but he was kind of more, you know, mm-hmm, okay, yeah, all right, seems like you made up your mind about that. <laughs> um, but without a shadow of a doubt, I know loved me with the breath of his lungs and would have done anything for me. And so I am grateful that I was able to show up for him and to love him and to honor him and to be there for him in his last days. And so I encourage you, if you um, feel so led to do some healing work around your father so that you can get to a place of peace with your father, um, some of you listening to this, this may even be tough for you to listen to because there's like resentment or or frustration or even anxiety or frustra anger that's coming up for you when it comes to your dad. Um, I encourage you to listen to the letters from daddy episode and sit with it. The areas that frustrate you, the areas where you feel like you want to ball up your fist, the areas that allow God to just, just tell God, God, heal me when it comes to my relationship with my father. For those of you who didn't have a father, ask God, God, show me what it's like to have a loving, caring father in the physical flesh, a man that I can see, a man that I can know. God is faithful and he will do that for you. I had my earthly father and I pray that he felt honored by me because I honor him. But my dad wasn't perfect and in the areas that he was imperfect and he was human, he ended up acknowledging those things and writing me a letter that powerfully healed a lot of the brokenness that I didn't know how to heal on my own. And that healing came because I prayed and asked God to heal me for the areas that I couldn't see that I had been wounded by that relationship. And God did something so sweet God moved my father to write me a letter that healed and answered the questions that I had always been wanting answered. And outside of that, God also revealed to me that there were men that he sent into my life who were father-like figures, men who did call me, no sexual relationship, no like foul, nothing. Men who just genuinely, either I was a student in their class, they were a professor or men that I worked with in the past at different jobs who would like call me every now and again and be like, how you doing today, Sunday? And who you dating and where you working and what's going on with you? You know, 
and would talk to me for 10, 15, 20 minutes and then tell me about how they're doing and then say, okay, well, talk to you later. And that was it. And I realized that God had been faithful to give me examples of what I felt like I didn't get from my father through other men. And if you open your life up, you'll see that God wants to do the same thing for you. Sometimes we're so frustrated, we're so focused on getting it from one person. And that person is a human being with their own hangups, with their own wounds, and they may not have done their level of work or healing to show up better for themselves so that they could heal that thyself so they can be better at serving you. And that takes a level of wisdom and grace to even acknowledge. My parents are human. My parents don't have all the answers. My parents have their own childhood wounds. And sometimes they work on them. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they don't know to work on them. Even the ones that are in the church. Hello. (laughs) My dad was in the pulpit and hadn't dealt with a lot of his childhood wounds. A lot of them. And they did bleed out on me and my siblings. But God has been faithful. And this is why you must have a spiritual practice. This is why you must be in your prayer life. This is my, why you must have a relationship with, I believe, Jesus Christ. Because God is faithful to do what he said in his word. He will perfect that which concerns you. And so if you can really get real with yourself, like God, I'm tired of dating this same type of man over and over and over again. God, I can see in my last relationship, I played out my parents' scenario down to the T. Like the details were different, but I, it was like he was the actor of my father. I was the actor of my mother. And we played out that role with excellence. <laughs> what are you attracting into your life? Are you attracting men like your father? Are you attracting situations and scenarios where you are making decisions like your mother makes? Good, bad, better, worse. Doesn't always have to be negative. But oftentimes those are our examples. And when we have not done our healing work, we keep manifesting that same mountain that we keep walking around again and again and again and again and again. And some of us conclude that that's just life. But no, that's just a perspective of life encouraging you to pull the thorn out of your side and do the healing work. And sometimes it's painful, it hurts. Sometimes we can feel the thorn, but we don't really know where it's at. And this is why you must have a relationship with Christ so that you can go to your prayer mat and say, God, I'm tired of dating the same type of man. I'm tired of being angry. I'm tired of this pain. I can't see it. Help me to heal what's broken help me to understand myself bring me to a scripture that I can so I can see myself help me see myself the way you see me you see me as healed you call me healed you call me whole you call me well you see me having a future and a hope you see me as a wife you see me doing well in that wife relationship you see me being successful at business you see me overcoming alcoholism and drug addiction and whatever it is that you feel like your parents dealt with God sees you better than that but it takes getting with the creator that created you so you can get the blueprint download instructions on you so many of us don't even read the manual that we get when we get electronics we don't read it we just turn it on and start playing with it and try to figure it out on our own But those that take the time to read the manual, they often learn things that those of us who are just (laughs) self-starters don't because they took 
time to read the creator's instructions for the product. You have to get with God. God is a living, breathing God. And God is so real. And he wants to give you the manual instructions on you. And the beautiful thing about God is as you change and grow and evolve, there's always new manual instructions for you because God is also living. He knows your future. He knows that you have a hope and it's an expected end. He knows the end from the beginning. God knew that this was going to happen. God knew my dad was going to pass. God knew that my man was going to come to town. And during that time, my father was going to pass away. Like God knew he was not surprised by any of this that happened. And maybe because I have sat with God so much every day up until these recent events, I've been able to have a strength and a grace to flow through this. You know, yes, I'm sad my father is no longer here at times, but I'm also very happy that he's at peace and I don't feel upset or angry or completely distraught. For whatever reason, there is like a supernatural peace and grace where I'm able to stand, where I'm able to show up, to be here <laughs> less than seven days after he passed away, recording and sharing with the tribe that God is real and God will pull you through and God is able to give you peace and God is able to give you strength and God knows what you need. He will send it if you allow it. And you don't have to keep manifesting the same situations over and over again. That's an invitation to do the healing work. You don't have to discard people in your life because of whatever. Just do the healing work and everything will transform within itself because you are transforming and ascending. That's it, y'all. That's the secret sauce. <laughs> That's the recipe. That's the remedy. And that's all I got, y'all. I love you, Charmers. I feel your love. I feel your support. I feel your hearts. I, I genuinely do. I feel someone, your heart is really going out to me in a very beautiful, pure, loving way. I feel that right now, and I'm grateful for that. And I just send that same powerful love you're sending to me back to you. And especially in your time of need, when you need to feel that love, I pray that an angel of the Lord would wrap its arms around you, that you would feel that same love that you're pouring out to me. Thank you. You are not alone. My father's passing helped me realize that we are not alone. Time is precious. You are precious. The people that God brings into your life are literally, people say, for a reason, for a season, but sometimes we say that so casually and we discard people so casually, but God brings people into your life and that is beautiful. There's billions of trillions of people on the planet and anyone that you're blessed to know is a true blessing and a gift that should be treasured and that should be honored. So I want to encourage you to continue to be present with people in your life. You know, if you have clients or you go to work and you have a team or a staff or you have your kids or your husband, I want to encourage you to try to see all the people that come into your life with fresh eyes and fresh perspective. Even friends that get on your nerves, all that. Sit, tell, Go to God and say, God, why is this person getting on my nerves? Help me heal it so I can transform it so that I can look at them with fresh eyes. 
God, give me your eyes of compassion to see this person because I'm struggling to have your heart of compassion for them. Right now, I feel angry. Right now, they trigger me. Right now, I hate going to work. Right now, I don't. this business feels frustrating. God, help me to have new perspective today. God, help me to see another human being with the loving eyes that you see them. You see them as a precious soul that's trying to figure it out. And they're trying to do the, use the product themselves without sitting with you, the creator who has the manual blueprint on them. They're just winging it. <laughs> Help me to have fresh eyes of compassion for them. Help me not to take it personal when people do me wrong, but understand that that's a reflection of how they even interact with themselves. People who are nasty and mean and hurtful, that's because they're nasty and mean and hurtful to themselves. And what, how they treat themselves is how they treat others. That's the truth. So help me heal myself to treat myself better so that I can have a greater measure of love and compassion even to extend to others. Ooh, that's giving me a word right now because there is one person, ooh, God, in my life right now and I just don't understand them. I don't understand why they make the decisions that they make. They feel very manipulative to me and it just like, I just don't want to deal with them. But as I say that to you, I'm saying it to myself, God, help me to have, ooh, help me, Lord, to have greater eyes of compassion for that person. Because the truth is, they only are giving out with how they treat themselves. And my God, what a challenging life to be so manipulative towards yourself, controlling towards yourself, unforgiving towards yourself, being so hard and strict in terms of rules and regulations towards yourself. To feel like you have to do everything by yourself. When you don't, you could let people in, you could let people help you. God, help me to have that level of compassion for that person. Help me to have a greater level of compassion for myself to let people help me. That things don't have to be so one way, the way only the way that I see it. That there's many possibilities, God, for your will to go forth. Help me to be more flexible, more understanding, more compassionate, more inclusive of others. So that I can have that greater level of love and compassion and those eyes towards other people. This is the work, ladies. This is the work. This is how you continuously grow as a juicy modern boss babe that's full of love, full of light, full of energy. The type of woman, let me tell y'all something. When my sweetheart came to town, of course, we're out on the town, okay? When I say, he's a handsome man, all right? When I say that people constantly like commenting like wow you know looking at me commenting men commenting oh I'll wife her up and it's so crazy like we've been out of the country together we've been in this country together and literally I want to say ocean to ocean coast to coast like <laughs> without fail he keeps attracting or we keep attracting situations where people are like oh are you putting a ring on her finger like I don't even have to say it People, strangers are coming up saying it to us all the time about me. And it's it's hilarious to me in my soul. I just laugh because it's like, mm-hmm, yeah, it is true. 
<laughs> but at the same time, like nobody's asking for anybody to say that to, to him or to us, but yet it keeps happening. But it's probably because I'm doing the work. So when I show up outside, people are just commenting on the light that they see radiating from the inside out. You don't have to bark at the world when you do the work, when you really heal, when you really transformed, or when you really transform, when you really sit with God, when you're truly anointed, when God's light is shining from the inside out. It just is. It doesn't have, and that's a woman in her feminine energy. It doesn't have to do anything. It is being, it is existing. It just is. So that's it, Charmers. Wow, somehow I got a whole episode out of today. But God is good. And I know there is nuggets there for you. I love you as there were nuggets there for me. Yes, (laughs) I'll talk to you soon. Ciao.